This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Good evening and welcome to the broadcast. Glad you are with us. Mike is on business tonight. He might be able to join us. He might, but we're going to roll forward. Uh, we're going to be joined here in a minute by Alex Newman. What are you telling me, Logan? Where's my microphone? Did I lose my mic? How do I keep losing my mic? Do I not even have a microphone on? Apparently, hold one second. Where's my microphone? I hear you, Rich, quiet. Huh? How did it get down there? I dropped it. I dropped my microphone. I didn't even have it on. You guys can't believe the day I've had. Uh, been in the studio and the air conditioning's out. What is what is the temperature in here, Logan? It's literally 90 degrees in here. I, if I took this jacket off, you'd see the sweat, but I'm not going to do it. We've been in here all day. Uh, filming uh, Brainwashed America Part 2. Uh, plus my show here on Lindell TV from 1 to 2, and now this. Uh, and I still have Brandon House Live to go. Uh, our air conditioning went out in the studio. It's got to be 90 degrees in here. So anyway, I was filming Brainwashed America Part 2 today. So I've been, I was up till 3 working on the final touches of the script. And then we started out early this morning, and then we're filming. Uh, it's crazy. If you haven't seen Brainwashed America Part 1, check it out. Brainwashedthemovie.com. 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 Filming Part 2 and uh, hope to have that out this fall. All right, so Mike Lindell, we hope to have him join us somewhat in the, somewhere in the program, if possible. We'll see, but we're going to, he said, just go with it, buddy. And I said, all right, we'll do it. So I'm going to be joined here in a minute by uh, Lindell TV broadcaster, Alex Newman. We're going to talk about many things. The WHO, we're going to talk specifically about something I'm going to get into deeper in my show tonight with Pete Santelli, and that is uh, the shooting in Texas. Um, are you guys as disturbed about this thing as I am because I'd like to know why on God's green earth this guy was allowed to be outside shooting for 12 minutes I'm now reading 12 minutes and then penetrated the building and reports are he was in there for over an hour an unlocked door no school resource officer and then once he started firing the cops ran and apparently the bunch of the parents wanted to do something about it. And I don't know if any of them were armed or what. I don't know. Uh, knowing some of those dads, I'm pretty sure they would have gone in there without a gun and done their best to tackle the guy. If that meant getting shot, they'd do it because their, their babies were in there. I mean, the footage is heartbreaking. These parents outside begging them to do something. And again, the reports are that he was able to be in there for close to or over an hour. Why? What on earth? And then apparently when it finally was all said and done, it was some guys with the Border Patrol that are pretty skilled that eliminated the threat finally. I, it's just, there's so many questions. Sadly, a few weeks ago, what, a week or so ago? A week ago, I was on a rant on Worldview Radio. And I'm sure I did it on Brandon House Live too. And I, and I warned this audience, what? You're on your own. We are on our own. I warn the audience, we're on our own. Go back and watch the tape. I'm pretty sure it was Worldview Radio, which is also a TV show here on Lindell TV. And I said, we're on our own. 
I hate to say it, we're on our own. Maybe you've got a good police force. Maybe you don't. Maybe you've got a good sheriff department. Maybe you don't. But overwhelmingly, you're on your own. Even the sheriff of Milwaukee acknowledged that when he was the sheriff of Milwaukee. David Clark. What did he say? Uh, if you can legally own a gun, go get one. Because we're going to get there in time to take the report. That's exactly right. Sadly, it appears as though our kids are on their own, too. In a classroom, I guess one, one little girl I, I heard today was on, on the phone with 911 calling, and then she was murdered. These kids were in the classroom waiting for someone to come rescue them. Are you kidding me? For an hour or more? Something is seriously wrong. And this government wants to now disarm you, and you're going to hear about that tonight. That apparently Mitch McConnell, isn't his wife, by the way, tied back to the CCP somehow? Her, doesn't the, Mitch McConnell's wife, the former tra 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 transportation secretary, I'll ask Alex Newman. Doesn't she have some kind of connection, a shipping family to the CCP? Hmm? And Mitch McConnell apparently, had, see, it's so hot, Delta won't even lay in her bed. She's laying on the cool wood floor. I don't blame your girl. Um, apparently, Mitch McConnell is telling Cornine of Texas, U.S. Senator from Texas, to work with the Democrats for something involving, a, you know, decreasing our Second Amendment rights. Really? At a time when the police stand outside while your kids are being shot like fish in a barrel and you want to take away the guns of law-abiding citizens? No, because you can't count on most of the police to be there in time to do anything but take a report. And the thugs are coming over the border. The cartels, the CCP, the terrorists, Hamas. And they want to disarm you? Why? Ask yourself, why? There is only one reason you disarm law-abiding citizens. Only one reason. You want to enslave them. You want to arrest them. You want to control them. You're afraid of an armed population. And well, they should be. That's freedom. Slavery is when the people are afraid of the government. We have mixed up what is government. Government is ordained by man. Men create government. The template was created by God. Reward the righteous, punish the wicked. Romans 13. But governments are created by men. And our founding documents say that. We created the government. The government is under us. A government of the people, by the people, for the people. Representative Republic. They're to answer to us. We give them the right to represent us in a representative republic. But they hold that in trust. It is called the principle of agency. It is called the principle of agency. Just as you can hire and fire your lawyer, just as you can hire and fire your insurance agent, they represent you. But they answer to you, and they are your representative, and you can fire them at any time. That is the, the philosophy of a constitutional republic. They are our agent. The idea of agency. It is the people, the government. But over the people is to be God. There's God, 
there's the people, and then there's government. We have totally removed God. We're left with government ruling and enslaving man. And if you think you're enslaved now, you wait till you have no arms. And the government, the tyrannical government, the usurpers, the insurrectionists, the domestic terrorists that have taken over our country, the communists, the globalists, wait till the armed citizens aren't armed and they don't fear us. They don't fear us using our God-given constitutional law full Second Amendment right of self-defense. If you think they're tyrannical now, wait until there's no Second Amendment, which Biden came out today and basically said, it's not an absolute. So at a time when our kids are being killed and the cops don't want to seem to do anything about it, and the terrorists are flooding over the border, and the drug cartels and organized crime largely also Russian organized crime and terror cells and MS-13 and all manner of mentally disturbed people, they want to disarm you? We'll get into that. Look at the screen, if you would, please. Mystore.com. 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 Go over here to this button right here, Health. Go to that button right there. Look at that right there. This just got added today. Extract Jevity. You may not know about this. Some of you that are alumni of my program do know about this. This is a health and energy supplement drink that I developed several years ago. I've been taking a supplement drink for years. Billberry, let me tell you what's in it. Billberry extract, red wine extract, grape seed extract, pine bark extract, vitamin C. I've been taking this for years and I've been offering it, developed it with an FDA approved facility. And you don't have to take my word for it. I'm not going to make claims because I don't have to. Go and just look up the many different studies that have been done on blueberry, uh, a red wine extract, bilberry extract, grapeseed extract, pine bark extract. So the other day I had a glass sitting here with a, with a, with a spoon in it. And you may have seen me pick it up and move it over. It made the camera. I didn't say what, what I was drinking, and I have been sitting here drinking that stuff for years. And people, some people know, and some people don't. It's this. Every morning, every day, my wife makes us this. A lot of people say, where does he get his energy? Well, this, to me, is an all-natural energy drink, because I take a lot of it in the afternoon as well as the morning. You can do what you want. Healthy heart, strong immunity, skin, hair, nails, cognitive health, cellular health, loaded with antioxidants. It's an energy supplement drink. You mix it in with water, follow the instructions. Like I said, I've been taking this for 17 years. I'm actually 95 years old. I didn't tell you that, did I? <laughs> Just kidding. But anyway, we're happy now to be in mystore.com. Mystore.com. Use the promo code L77. Use the promo code L77. And look at that price drop, $29.99 with the promo code. $29.99 with the promo code 
L77 Extract Jevity. Now I'm going to read, of course, the disclaimer I always give, which is, this product has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, uh, treat, or cure, or prevent any disease. That's the disclaimer. But I hope you'll check it out. Like I said, I've been taking it 17 years. I've developed that. My wife and I believe in it. And we have a lot of people that have used it for years and years. And we're excited to now be in my store. All right? Extract Jevity. You can check it out under the health. Go to mystore.com and look under health. Click there. You can read all about it. Uh, a one, one bottle is 30, 30 servings. So last you about a month. All right? All right, joining me now is Alex Newman. Alex, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us. Good to be with you. Thank you so much for having me, Brandon. Hey, I am going to do more on this topic with Pete Centelli a little bit later, uh, but I would like you to weigh in. Are, are you, uh, there's just way too many questions. Unlocked door, no school resource officer. When he shoots at them, they leave, the cops. He's outside, it's reported by news reports, he's outside shooting for 12 minutes. I guess he shot at a building, was it a funeral home or something he shot at? People are seeing this. And he finally gets inside and he's inside for an hour or over an hour. I don't know, the whole thing just doesn't smell right. Do you want to comment? It's very typical with these shootings that they don't smell right. In fact, they're, they're always very conveniently timed, it seems. There are so many questions that need to be asked, and uh, I think we'll probably learn more in the days ahead, but there have been so many questions that keep popping up in things like this. And even at the most basic level, the question of why did the police not intervene while the shooting was going on? Why did they wait and allow him to murder more people while people were being shot? Uh, why did nobody run in there and try to stop him? I mean, th these are just very basic questions, but I think it proves a broader point, regardless of all the questions. Uh, if the government can't even protect the lives of your children, if the government can't even protect the physical well-being of their children, why in the world would you trust them with the mental well-being of your children, the spiritual well-being of your children? Uh, the government has proven over and over and over again that it cannot be trusted with these matters. And I think this makes a really good case for more parents to leave the public schools and to start taking education and other matters into their own hands. Uh, it, it's just a disaster after disaster after disaster, and then finally it ends in bloodshed. And when you want to get to the root cause of this, uh, you know, they're now talking about we need more mental health money, we need more big pharmaceutical company profits so that we can put more people on medication. Uh, many of these shooters were actually on these uh, controversial antidepressants, these psychotropic drugs, and they tell you right there on the warning labels, this may cause uh, suicidal ideation, homicidal ideation. But an even more basic level, uh, what these schools are teaching these children, the worldview that they're teaching these children, that they came from slime, that turned into monkeys, that life has no value, that there is no right and wrong, that uh, traditional morality, biblical morality is old fashioned and no longer useful or relevant in the modern world, uh, that your life has no more value essentially than the life of your goldfish or your pet cat. Uh, this leads to the types of things that we're seeing today. Uh, it leads to confusion. It leads to despair. It leads to hopelessness. It leads to 
hatred. Uh, it leads to uh, the creation of monsters. This is the fruit of the worldview that has been taught in our government school system since at least 1962, 1963, when the Supreme Court formally, formally banished uh, prayer and the Bible. But actually, long before that, it really is the religion of John Dewey, humanism, the idea that man can be God, that man gets to decide for himself what is what right and what is wrong. Uh, and I think that really is at the root of all of this. But I mean, I agree with you, Brandon. These questions need to be answered. There needs to be accountability. And to be talking about infringing on the God-given rights of Americans uh, as a result of this, in my opinion, is so out of line, is so brazenly disgusting that I can't believe it's even being taken seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Logan, do we have a uh, <clears throat> clean version with all the without the curse words of uh, what Beto O'Rourke did? Do we have that? Do we have a clean version? He's going to grab a clean version of that because I don't – there's kids listening. Um, you don't have a clean version? All right. Oh, okay. He's talking to someone else. All right, look at, the, look at my website. Look at the screen, I mean, real quick. The Post Mill is reporting this. Mother trying to save children was handcuffed by the federal marshals. Quote, the police were doing nothing. They were just standing outside the fence. They, were, they weren't going in there or running anywhere, end quote, the mother of two said. Wow. Um, let's, let's see what this video is. Watch, watch this. Let's see if it loads. Hopefully it won't give us a commercial. Oh, of course it's going to give us commercial. Well, we won't mess with that then. But uh, you want to respond to that, Alex? Yeah, uh, again, it's it's so typical of what we've been seeing. And, 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 you know, everybody notices this, right? Nothing works anymore. You go to a fast food restaurant. They can't figure out how to give you change. They can't figure out how to make a simple burger. Uh, you go to the car mechanic and they mess up your car worse than you when, when you brought it in. Um, you go to the carpet cleaning store and they ruin your carpet. I mean, it's like everything is starting to break down. Supply chains are breaking down. Uh, and, and at the root of it all is the dumbing down, the indoctrination, and the sexualization of children in the government schools. And I tell people over and over and over again, right, back in the 1930s, a child, a seven-year-old, could have gone into the Sears catalog and ordered a fully automatic machine gun without ever having to show an ID, without ever having to tell anyone how old he was. And guess what? We had zero school shootings in the 1930s. So the availability of guns is not the issue. Guns have been widely available in this society for a long, long time. In fact, today they're much more difficult to get. And what's happening? We're seeing more and more of these types of things. So I, I think I, at, on one level, we need to be asking questions about who knew what, when they knew it, um, were were there nefarious things going on here? I think we need to go back and, and dig deeper into CIA experiments like MK Ultra. There's all kinds of very fishy things going on. But but even at at the you know the fifty thousand foot view, uh, what's happening here? is the government the fruit of the government schools is now starting to become manifest uh, it is destroying children it is destroying lives and uh, to, to talk about disarming law-abiding citizens as a solution to a spiritual crisis brought about by godless indoctrination in public schools, uh, it, it's beyond ludicrous. It, it's, it's part of an agenda. And I'm trying to explain to people, we're in the midst of what very much resembles a communist revolution Absolutely. right now. 
the, the thing that they would love more than anything else is to be able to disarm their intended victims. Uh, we know that Barack Hussein Obama's buddy, uh, uh, Will Ayers, the founder of the terrorist group, the Weather Underground, that was working with communist Cuba, with the DGI, their intelligence services, that was hoping to bring in Soviet troops, Chinese troops, North Korean troops to occupy American soil. They were plotting the logistics of building concentration camps across the country to intern tens of millions of Americans. And when Larry Grathwell, the FBI infiltrator who infiltrated the leadership of the Weather Underground, the terrorist group founded by Barack Hussein Obama's buddy, asked, what are we going to do with the people who can't be re-educated? They just calmly said, hey, we're just going to have to liquidate them. They estimated that they'd have to liquidate or murder 25 million Americans. Now, anybody who thinks that these people just disappeared is kidding themselves. They rebranded themselves. They stopped calling themselves terrorists and bombers and, the, and revolutionaries, and they started calling themselves professors of education and national security experts. They started getting themselves installed in high political office. But that's what we're dealing with right now. And these are the people who want to see us disarmed. And the cowardly, spineless rhinos in the U.S. Senate that are right now negotiating our rights away with Democrats must be held accountable by voters at the earliest possible opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, I had the opportunity to interview Larry Grothwall, who penetrated the weather underground in Ohio. And then when the this is when the FBI was a legitimate organization that wasn't actually taken over by the communists but they would actually fight them. Um, he then worked for the FBI. He penetrated the weather underground as an informant. Uh, I had the opportunity to interview him before he passed away. You know who I'm talking about, right? Absolutely, yep. Here is, here, uh, this is an old clip of Larry, by, of Larry Grothwall. Uh, listen to what Larry had to say about exactly what the weather underground, which many, really are the guys, Bill Ayers, Bernadine Dorn, those types, that have taken over our, our government. I mean, I, I, Bill Ayers, it said that it was in his living room that Barack Obama launched his campaign for the White House, and Bill Ayers may have been his ghostwriter of his books. And if you don't think that Barack Obama is really the one running this government, then you don't understand how you know, it really works. I mean, I think Barack Obama is helping to run this government along with you know, the shadow government, which by the way, Ronald Reagan and so many other presidents warned about the power elite they, that's the term they use, or shadow government. They, they knew it was there. Listen to what Larry Grothwell warned about. Listen to this. I brought up the subject of what's going to happen after we take over the government. Uh, you know, we we become responsible then for administrating, you know, 250 million people. And there was no answers. No one had given any thought to economics. How are you going to clothe and feed these people? The only thing that I could get was that they expected that the Cubans and the North Vietnamese and the Chinese and the Russians would all want to occupy different portions of the United States. They also believed that their immediate responsibility would be to protect against what they called the counter-revolution. And uh, they felt that this counter-revolution could best be guarded against by creating and establishing re-education centers in the Southwest, uh, where we would take all the people who needed to be re-educated into the new way of thinking and teach them how things were going to be. I ask, well, what is going to happen to those people that we can't re-educate, that are die-hard cap capitalists, 
And the reply was that they'd have to be eliminated. And when I pursued this further, they estimated that they would have to eliminate 25 million people in these re-education centers. And when I say eliminate, I mean kill 25 million people. I want you to imagine sitting in a room with 25 people, most of which have graduate degrees from Columbia and other well-known educational centers, and hear them figuring out the logistics for the elimination of 25 million people. And they were dead serious. 1982 documentary, People with Advanced Degrees Eliminating Millions. Well, I guess now they could just do it, hopefully, to, you know, for them, hopefully, they're, you know, they're, they're probably thinking, hopefully we can do this with the shots, right? Yeah, and, and you know, Brandon, it, it's so obvious, it's so simple to understand that the Democrats who now pretend to be so concerned about the lives of children are lying. They're lying through their teeth and they're lying shamelessly. These are the same people who consist, and by the way, the rhinos have been helping at every step of the way. But these are the same people who consistently vote to give at least half a billion dollars every single year to the largest butcher of children that the world has ever seen. I refer, of course, to Planned Parenthood. And so these are people who right now are considering legislation in multiple states that would allow you to murder a child after that child is born. And as far as I'm concerned, there's really no functional difference between murdering a child before he or she is born and after. But they're now considering legislation in states like Colorado and states like California that would allow you to do post-birth abortions. And these are the same people who just care so much about innocent children that we all need to give up our freedom. That makes absolutely no sense. And, and you can also tell it's ridiculous because mass shootings always stop in the same way. Mass shootings stop when armed people show up to stop them and and not a moment sooner. So if you want mass shootings to stop, first of all, stop brainwashing children to uh, believe that they came from slime and that life has no purpose and that there is no right and wrong and that the highest value in life is pleasure. Uh, and second of all, make sure that more people have weapons and are able to protect themselves and the innocent and don't handcuff mothers when they're trying to protect the lives of their children. So uh, th this is all very simple and anybody who was thinking with reason and logic instead of emotion would be able to see right through these fraudulent emotional pleas by these Democrats, by these gun grabbers and by their allies and co-conspirators within the Republican Party. Yeah. Well, you mentioned something a while ago. We're going to touch on it with Pete Santelli at 730 on Brandon House Live. And that is, you know, mind control. Uh, and I have to wonder at what level the government is involved, the communists, the globalists, different groups, the deep state, the dark shadow, the shadow government, whatever you want to call them, I don't care. Uh, at what level some of these people put these folks up to this? I said on my radio show today, you know, I have, I have several questions. I'm not making statements, I'm asking questions. One of them is, is was this kid on psychotropic drugs? Yep. Because I had on Dr. Peter Bregan, who have been interviewing for 10 plus years, 10 plus years I've been interviewing Dr. Peter Bregan, uh, who is often called the conscience of psychiatry because he's really pushed the psychiatrist when, and, and pushed them in a way of trying to hold them accountable for all the psychotropic drugs they put kids on. And he talked to me about this last night. And he talked about how many of these psychotropic drugs cause psychosis. They yep. damage the brain. They cause many of these kids to become psychotic. They also cause many of these kids to become anxious, paranoid, uh, schizophrenic. They cause many of these kids to uh, become violent, who never were violent. 
He's testified in many court cases. He particularly mentioned Columbine. And one of the kids, he mentioned one of the two shooters that I won't name because that's what most of these people want, uh, that he had no record of violence until he was put on some kind of psychotropic drug. He talked about the fact that it damages their brain, takes away their empathy. They, they, they cease having empathy for people. It deadens their conscience. So my question, number one, is, was this kid on a psychotropic drug? Number one. Number two, the government pushes this kind of garbage. The government pushes this with school psychiatrists, school counselors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The government allows for this. I guess some of the government agencies that regulate this stuff think this is okay, as we've seen with COVID. So as the government officials stand around and wring their hands, as I said on radio today, the government has largely created this problem with the psychotropic drugs they've dumped kids on. And there's plenty of testimony of these kids not being violent, not doing anything until they got on these psychotropic drugs. Then I would also ask, how many of these kids are vaccine injured? We know for a fact that the CDC knew for 10 years that the MMR was causing boys to have kids, and particularly boys, and particularly boys of color, black boys, to have autism. So how many of these kids are on the scale? How many of them are on the spectrum? They say this kid was bullied. They say he was bullied, he was disturbed, he was cutting his own face, this kind of stuff. So here's what I would ask. Next to, was he on a psychotropic drug? I would ask, was he on the spectrum? Was he vaccine injured? Because we, we believe from study and research and documentation from court cases, we know that the CDC knew for 10 years that this was causing autism in boys. Some boys are more damaged than others, but if they're on the spectrum, some of them can have a very difficult time fitting in. They do get, end up being bullied. That's not an excuse for killing kids, but they get bullied. They get uh, ridiculed, and some of them then are easy targets for, I would say, the government coming along and recruiting them. Now, people say, well, what are you talking about, Brandon? Well, let me go to this case right here, Logan, if you don't want to show this. This is May 16th. 2022 news punch parents catch FBI in plot to force mentally ill son to be right-wing terrorist. This happened in 2017. And as you go through the report, you find out, and the father, by the way, put out, and there's the father. He put out a press release on the fact that his schizophrenic child who they had control of, in fact, he even says the FBI knew he was schizophrenic. Vernell's parents declared on Wednesday in an open letter bravely published by News OK. This is out of Oklahoma. In fact, I'll just click on it so you guys can see it. Well, that didn't work. But it does work in one of these uh, links does work because I ended up going to it. I did find it. But what they said in the press release is what the public should be looking at is the fact the FBI gave our son the means to make this happen. He has no job, no money, no vehicle, and no driver's license due to the fact that he is schizophrenic. And we, his parents, do everything we can possible to keep him safe and functional. He has suffered through countless serious, full-blown schizophrenic delusional episodes, and he has been put in numerous mental hospitals since he was 16 years old. The FBI came and picked him up from our home. They gave him a vehicle, gave him a fake bomb, and every means to make this happen, none of which he had access to on his own, In quote. 
The FBI should have filed conspiracy on our son and had him committed to a mental institution. They should not have aided and abetted a paranoid schizophrenic to commit this act. They are more, there are more facts that I will not make public that will support my son and the disturbing acts made by the FBI. I realize that many will say my son could have found another person to commit this act. I realize that many will say, say my son could have found another person to, to commit this act. Yet any person that has access, access to the materials and the state of mind necessary to bomb a building would not have ha have any need for a schizophrenic who has no resources to contribute, In quote. Are you aware of this story, Alex? Yeah, and there are so many just like it, Brandon. There are so many just like it. Most recently, we saw the government's whole case in Michigan completely unravel. There never was a legitimate plot to kidnap that totalitarian governor. It was all an FBI plot from start to finish. It came out in court. The people were acquitted. This is what the FBI does. This is now their modus operandi. They've been instructed to find right-wing terrorists, conservative terrorists, Trump-supporting terrorists, etc. And there are none. And so they have to go manufacture them. And so they go find people people who are schizophrenic. They go find people who are angry, who are not all there upstairs. People who, as you pointed out, have been injured by vaccines and are on the autism spectrum. People who, for whatever reason, don't have the kind of empathy that normal people have. Uh, and then they radicalize them and they convince them that it might be a good idea to do this. And they get them on tape and then they give them the means to do it. And they show them the target and they give them the vehicles like this case that you just pointed out. Uh, and then they put out a big press release and say, woohoo, the FBI foiled another right wing terror plot. See, we need more money to surveil conservatives. We need more money to go after moms and dads at school boards. This is what they do. And when you look at the leadership of the FBI, when you look at the leadership of the CIA and really the entire federal government at this point, with a very few limited exceptions, uh, you now have people in power who have extremely troubling backgrounds. Uh, James Comey admitted in an interview with The New Yorker that he had been a communist in the 1980s and then whatever I am now, which he didn't specify. You had uh, John Brennan, the head of the CIA, admitted in public before the election that he had been a communist and that he admitted that to the CIA in, the in 1978 when he was applying for a security clearance that he had voted for Gus Hall, the Soviet Union's hand-picked puppet to run the Communist Party USA. You'd think that would be the kind of person you'd want to put under surveillance. What are they doing in this country? Why are they supporting people who want to overthrow our system of government? Instead, they gave him a security clearance. They promoted him up the ranks so quickly that he ended up running the CIA. How about Leon Panetta, who ended up running the CIA and the Department of Defense? This is a guy who was tied at the hip to the Soviet front group, the Marxist organization, the Institute for Policy Studies. Why do these things keep happening? And what are our security agencies doing? They're not going after the actual security threats, the Black Lives Matter burning down our cities, the Antifa going after federal judges, the people threatening to murder the Supreme Court justices if they stop the murder of the unborn. No, they're busy tricking kids with schizophrenia into saying they're going to blow something up. It's disgusting. It's repulsive. And all those questions that you just asked, Brandon, they should be asked in a congressional hearing with everybody involved under oath so that they can be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law if they lie. Uh, absolutely. I mean, we have been so lied to at so many levels. There's a, um, there's a general, uh, who was rather high, you know, he was a general and he was in, the, I think he was in the United States Air Force. I'm looking it up real quick. Uh, but a friend of mine actually did his wedding or wedding, did his funeral not too long ago. He passed away. And this general, his area of expertise was bombs and understanding bombs. 
I mean, his resume is just off the charts. And after he got out of the Air Force, he began to do presentations on the fact that the Oklahoma City bombing was not that damage impossible, scientifically, forensically, impossible. Architecturally, the laws of science, impossible that that building was damaged the way it was by a fertilizer truck. Do you know the general I'm talking about? Uh, it, I wonder if it's one of the ones that uh, my colleague, William Jasper, it interviewed is. because yep, it is. It, it, uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. And uh, it's one piece of the puzzle showing that, again, just like you pointed out, we're being lied to over and over and over again. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. In fact, if I find it, folks, I'll tell you what it is. But he has a full presentation and he goes through all the science. And this is what this guy did for our Air Force. If you wanted if the Air Force or the Navy wanted to know what to bomb and what to use and what the building was underground, whatever, this guy would tell you. And he he he, he was quite impressive. I'll see if I can find it before the show's over. Let me show you this other article, Wall Street Journal. The shooter fired outside school for 12 minutes before entering. How on earth was there no response before he even got in the building? And then he's in the building for what's reported to be for over an hour. Again, there are an awful lot of questions here. All right. Any more you want to say about that before we move on? Well, I, I think it shows once again that uh, parents need to take very seriously the threat of government education to their children, uh, not just because your children might be shot in a public school, not just because they might be stabbed, not just because uh, they might be uh, you know, taken for a sex change operation against your will, not just because somebody may be giving them crack or heroin or something else, but because the worldview that is being taught to these children is absolutely toxic. It is absolutely poison. It is the root of what happened in the Soviet Union. It's at the root of what happened in communist China and Vietnam and Cambodia and Angola and Cuba and Mozambique and so many other nations that have fallen to barbarism and savagery and institutionalized slavery. And if you think you're going to be able to deprogram them because you talk to them for 30 minutes at dinner about how school was, uh, you're kidding yourself, folks. Uh, every kid who goes through the government school system may not not end up a school shooter. Every kid who goes through the government school system may not end up committing suicide or getting addicted to dope or, or murdering their unborn children, but many of them will. And even those who don't go that far will have lifelong damage as a result of this. So parents, uh, you need to understand this is very, very serious. It is the biggest threat to your children out there. You got to take it seriously. Yeah, absolutely. That general, I just found it. That general's name was General Ben Parton, P-A-R-T-I-N, all right? Here's the Air Force page on him. General Ben Parton, P-A-R-T-I-N. Brigadier General Parton is Deputy for Systems, Aeronautical Systems Division, Air Force Systems Command, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Ohio. He was born, blah, blah, blah. After World War II, he turned to North Carolina. Okay, we'll go on down. Uh, during the Korean War, after C-54 training at Great Falls Air Force Base, he was assigned to the uh, 1263rd Air Transport Squadron, going down. In 653, he entered the Air Force Institute of Technology in the first two-year year graduate air ordinance program where he received a Master's of Science degree in aeronautical engineering. Hello. He was assigned to the Ballistics Research Laboratories, Aberdeen Proving Grounds, Maryland. 
There in inter-service ex, uh, exchange project engineer, he worked on a variety of armament projects, primarily on warhead and fuse developments for both Air Force and Army missiles. In 57, he was assigned to the Air Weapons Dictorate Headquarters Air Research and Development Command, Baltimore, Maryland. He later moved with command headquarters to Andrews Air Force Base, Maryland. He was the assistant for advanced weapons concepts. During this assignment, he served as technical secretary to the Weapons Committee and Joint Committee on Limited Warfare in the 58 Woods Hole Summer Study, headed by Dr. Theodore Van Carmen. We're going down from 61 to 64. He studied operations research at Case Institute of Technology Statistics at Western Reserve University in Cleveland, Ohio. In 64, he was assigned to the Deputy Chief of Staff Research and Development Headquarters of U.S. Air Force with deputy with duty as the Staff Development Engineer in the Directorate of Development. <laughs> he participated in the establishment of the armament system divisions for formulation of the accelerated ordnance program. He served as tactical systems development plans officer in the Directorate of Development Plans. He completed the Air Wing College as a distinguished graduate in 67. Next received C-123 combat crew training, was assigned in November 67 as a special assistant to direct Tactical Air Command Center headquarters. I mean, can we keep going? In 69, he was assigned to special duty in the Office of Secretary of Defense as the first chairman of the Department of Defense Air Munition Requirements and Development Committee. In 1970, he was transferred again and served as the commander of the Air Force Armament Laboratory. In 72, he became a deputy director, development and acquisition, deputy chief of staff, research and development, headquarters, U.S. Air Force, Washington, D.C., Assumed his present position as Deputy for Systems Aeronautical Systems Division, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Ohio, July of 75. Pretty impressive resume, don't you think? Very impressive resume. Sounds like somebody who knows what they're talking about. And I got your text, by the way. Yeah, and so go on to YouTube, type in General Ben Parton Speaks about Oklahoma City and Waco. And, and you will see, I just want to show, play a second, because what I'm trying to show the folk, no, I want, I want to ask you, what, am, what do you think it is I'm trying to prove here, Alex? That the government's lying. Uh, and at this point, I think it, th that should be our default assumption, guilty until proven innocent when it comes to the current people in power. They, they lied their way into power. They lie about virtually everything. They lie about the cause of inflation. They lie about shootings they lie about absolutely everything and of course this is nothing new um as as uh, you're pointing out right now uh the lies have been going on for a very long time and, and you know the reaction very often gives you some insight into what the purpose of the lies is right uh this shooter in buffalo imagine within a couple of days congress already had a massive domestic terrorism bill ready to go that conveniently legitimized everything that the Department of Injustice has been doing for the last few months, including targeting parents using counterterrorism tools. So the lies have a purpose, folks. They're not lying to you because they think it's fun. They're lying to you because they have an agenda. And if you listen, very, very credible people like this general that, that you're talking about, Brandon, will uh, show you that uh, they're lying. So. Well, I want to play just a minute or two of this so that folks will go watch it on your own. I can't believe it's still up online. I got to download it so we can save it. You should do the same. Listen to General Ben Parton, whose bio I just read off to you on how you've been lied to over many things, including, well, Oklahoma City bombing. Had been removed down to the stub, into the ground. And the same thing, this one back in the middle is gone, but it was standing up here to the third floor. I'll show you for showing a few seconds. 
And uh, here is the second floor. This is all the air conditioning unit. But on the second floor from here over to the other side is where all the children were in, in, in that nursery. The ATF had their weapons arsenal up in the top and, and their offices up there. Uh, here is the top. See the rebar? Three of those one and three quarters inch uh, rebars come all the way over here. And here's the top. It was up in the, in, in the uh, transfer beam right at this end. Well, it's red, and when you co-work steel in a demolition charge, with a demolition charge, you co-roll it, or you co-work it, it gets very hot, you remove most of the protective coatings, and it'll rust very, very quickly. Now, you can see that that is already turning brown. It's not turned brown anywhere else, but it was apparently co-work to me. All of this is not, is, is structural failure from all the floors hammering down one after another, coming from fairly great heights. If you look at the way this collapsed, and the next column over collapsed pretty much the same way. Now, the FEMA, and I'll show you. And, and, and again, I'm just going to show you that. So you go, this guy knows demo. I read you his bio, okay? And what he's telling you is your government is lying to you. And don't forget the third bomber that disappeared. Remember, a Middle Eastern guy? The point we're making is, if they can pull this off, you should question every one of these things that happens as to whether or not this has been orchestrated and assisted to steal your liberties. Alex? There's no question about it, Brandon. And, uh, you know, I, I think for a lot of Americans, this this sounds a little bit unusual because we have had the benefit of, uh, of a country that was relatively free, relatively stable, relatively safe, built originally, at least, on Christian principles. And so we've kind of lived in a bubble here. Chairman uh, at least members of the at least, Sorry, sorry, that's my... That's people, at least people in America. Um, but, you know, as somebody who spent uh, almost all of my life overseas, uh, most of it in the third world, uh, you realize that uh, governments are corrupt. I mean, we live in a fallen world. We live in uh, a world plagued by sin. And unfortunately, government power attracts some of the worst possible people. And so, you know, these people who say, oh, they would never do that. Okay, look back through human history. Look around the world today. What you'll find is governments are very often dominated by kleptocrats and psychopaths and gangsters and mass murderers. Uh, and, and I think many Americans still, less and less, but many Americans still live in this kind of alternative reality where America is immune to the things that have plagued humanity for all of human history, to the things that continue to plague humanity all over the world today. Uh, and we need to snap out of it. Uh, we absolutely must snap out of it because everything is on the line now. Our freedoms, our constitution, our system of government, uh, the future of our children, the, the, the advancement of liberty around the world, the advancement of the gospel around the world, at least as it is coming from America. Uh, I mean, this is what's at stake in all of this. And if we don't snap out of it and realize that our so-called government leaders are just as capable of lying and stealing and killing as any other government leaders anywhere else in the world, uh, we are going to be in grave risk. Uh, oh, you mean our government would roll out a so-called vaccine that isn't a vaccine and use emergency youth authorization to do it, and yet know by their own government VAERS reporting that people are dying and being injured and not pull it and keep telling you it's safe and pushing local governments to go for COVID passports. And they would do this knowing that the people are being harmed and killed. You're saying our government will ki would kill you with a vaccine and lie to you about it? 
They absolutely would, Brandon. And, and, if you, and last time I had you on my show, the Sentinel Report, right here on this network, we talked about Henry Kissinger and his national security memo, where he was talking about that there's too many people on the planet, and we need to figure out ways to reduce that number. I mean, this is the kind of grotesque thinking that unfortunately dominates the thinking of so many of our so-called leaders. Uh, it's completely antithetical to the Bible. It's completely antithetical to basic human decency. And yet this is the kind of thinking that is dominant among the ruling class, or as Dr. Peter Bregan calls it, the predator class that unfortunately has usurped and amassed so much power around the world and unfortunately even in our country. Yep, and they're orchestrating a food crisis. They're orchestrating yes, they a are. banking crisis. They're orchestrating a border crisis. I don't know how many of our in our audience know what DEF is, D-E-F. Uh, it's, it's, it's something you've got to put in your semi. And when we traveled and did conferences all over the country, um, we had mo uh, two motor coaches we wore one out after 14 years, got another one. And the second one required DEF. And if you don't pour the DEF into the motor coach, it won't work. You gotta have it the way the regulations are. Listen, and I went and verified, by the way, this, what you're about to hear. I went over here and I verified the full uh, document, the full long hearing, okay? This congressional hearing. The collapse of DEF, diesel exhaust, Fluid over at naturalnews.com is the article. Supply will devastate the trucking industry, which supplies everything else, food, consumer goods, auto parts, etc. But someone sent me this video, listen to the, uh, the outtakes of this guy. Listen, listen, listen. This transportation board, thank you for inviting me to testify today. My name is Shamit Konar. I'm the chief executive officer for Pilot Flying J. We operate the largest network of travel centers in the United States, serving the U.S. trucking industry and four-wheel customers. We currently account for approximately 20% of the country's highway, or as we call it, over-the-road diesel supply, 20%, as well as 30% of the diesel exhaust fluid supply, also known as DEF. On April 13th, we were informed by the Union Pacific that we were required to reduce shipments by 26%. In subsequent conversations, we were asked to reduce them even further by 50% or face embargoes. We're not aware of any other company being instructed by the Union Pacific or any other railroad to reduce their shipments to the extent they're asking pilot. However, 26 to 50% reduction in our allocations will have substantial consequences for the markets. We, I would like to take this opportunity to take you through a few of the consequences that Union Pacific's mandate will have on the supply chain, the availability of fuel, and fuel prices. The trucking sector is dependent on DEF. All trucks manufactured after 2010 cannot operate without DEF. And Pilot operates, if not the largest, one of the largest DEF supply networks in the country. Union Pacific's restrictions will prevent Pilot from keeping many markets adequately supplied with DEF, likely causing shortages that'll sideline trucks and reduce trucking capacity. For some more context, basically every rail car that gets missed in terms of DEF delivery will reduce trucking potential by 5 million miles. 
Second, fuel availability and pricing. Let me begin with diesel. U.S. diesel inventories today are running 10 to 15% below what they have been in the last five years at their lowest point. Certain markets like the Northeast, the West, and the Southwest are even in a worse shape than the rest of the country. Renewable fuels like biodiesel, renewable diesel move exclusively on rail, on ships, or on trucks and there are no pipeline alternatives. Fourth, over 50% of pilots renewable diesel is transported on rail and having our capacity cut by 50% would actually increase fuel prices in these states and potentially run out some of these locations. Actually run out of fuel. <clears throat> if you don't have DEF, your, your RV, your motor coach, your truck won't work. You wanna comment before we have to let you go? Yeah, and, and the same thing is happening in the fertilizer markets just as spring is coming around and farmers are having to plant. Uh, this is engineered. This absolutely. is absolutely engineered, Brandon. That's what people need to understand. Just like you pointed out, they're engineering a currency crisis. They're engineering a border crisis. They're engineering a crisis in our military. Uh, they are trying to destroy the United States. As Rich Higgins on the National Security Council put it, uh, this is not just an effort to destroy America as a nation. It's an effort to destroy America as an ideal. Uh, right now, if you look at the foreign press, and I follow the foreign press very closely, all over the world, America is being painted as this land of barbarians and savages that are shooting each other that are racist, that have a racist police going around killing black people, as Barack Obama pointed out during the commemoration of the victims in Texas. People need to understand this is a full-on war against our country, against our system of government, and ultimately, folks, against you. If you're watching this broadcast, you are the target. You are in the crosshairs. And if you don't get busy, if you don't take this threat deadly seriously, uh, there's a real chance that we'll lose everything. But if we do, I mean, we're now at, a, at an inflection point. Um, we're not going to go back to normal. Normal is, is gone, as Klaus Schwab said. That's not coming back. So there really are two options ahead. Either we're going to restore freedom, we're going to restore our country, we're going to restore election integrity, we're going to get this situation under control, and we're going to prosecute the criminals, and they're going to, we're, going to, we're going to bring them to justice, or we're going to lose it all. That's, that's what's facing us now, Brandon. So I want to thank you for having me on the program. Uh, thank you to the viewers. And, uh, yeah, get involved, folks. It's critical. Absolutely. Alex Newman, what's your website before I let you go? Uh, my personal website, LibertySentinel.org, my campaign, my campaign website, Alex Newman, the number four Florida.com. Uh, I'm senior editor at the New American Magazine. Uh, also, I write for the Epoch Times, the EpochTimes.com, PublicSchoolExit.com, and I could go on. But I want to thank you again, Brandon, you, for you, having you, me. You're it's running for pleasure. state senate in Florida, right? State representative in Florida, District 28. State that's representative. right. All right. Give the website for that again, please. Alex Newman, the number four Florida.com. And he's on here every day. 3.30 p.m. Central Time, 3.30 p.m. Central Time, Lindell TV 2, and then he airs on 1 in the morning and at night. Lindell TV 2 at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Thank you, Alex. Thank you so much, Brandon. Appreciate it. God bless you. You too, brother. All right, let me show you uh, the screen here, folks. This is, of course, the store at frankspeech.com, online store. Father's Day is coming up, folks. Normally, these slippers are much more expensive than this, $139.98, now on sale for $49.98. They're moving, I think they're moving the old um, uh, ones out for the new model coming in. I don't know what the difference would be, but I have the old model, and they're awesome. They're awesome. Uh, you can't really explain it. You have to experience it. I threw my other slippers away. If you get a pair of my pillow slippers, you will throw your others away because you will never want to wear the other pair, so why keep them around? 
I highly recommend you get a pair for dad, grandpa, uncle, great uncle, friends. Make a great Father's Day gift. Father's Day is coming up. Use that promo code L77. Let Mike know you're supporting him by using that code L77. You also have other things there, though. You get his book. His book is thrown in. So you not only get slippers for as low as $49.98 with the promo code L77. He's going to throw in his book. <laughs> then it sub is a $20 value. And then, of course, the buy one, get one free sale. That's limited. It's eventually going to go away. Bed sheets, my pillows, rolling gold anywhere, six-piece towel set. Buy one, get one set free. L77, L77. And then let's go over to mystore.com. Mystore.com. Okay. And let's go to health. Right there it says health. Click on health. And right there, extract Jevity. Just got added today. Something uh, I worked with a uh, company to produce many years ago. And again, it's a, I love it as a health and energy drink, a health and energy drink. Uh, healthy heart, strong immunity, skin, hair, nails, cognitive health, cellular health, antioxidants. Again, you don't have to take my word for it. Go do your own due diligence on what the studies say about red wine extract, bilberry extract, grapeseed extract, pine bark extract. Go do your own homework. This is, again, people say, how do you get that energy? Well, I, I, I've been taking this. I think my wife was figuring out the other day about 17 years. And so you take it. It's a powder. You put it in water. You stir it. You drink it. I recommend you keep a spoon in there and stir it as you're drinking it. And uh, that's what I do. That's why sometimes you'll see a glass here with a spoon in it because I'm sitting here stirring, drinking, set it to the side, stir it, drink a little more. And uh, be sure to use the promo code L77. Look at the price. But use that promo code L77, $29.99, 30 days in a bottle. All right? Extract Jevity. Another great way to support what we're doing. MyStore.com. Click on the link at the top for health. You'll see Extractivity, brand new, just put in there today. We're excited to have a product in MyStore.com, something I've been taking for years. All right. Appreciate your watching. The Worldview Report begins, and then Pete Centelli and others tonight on Brandon House Live. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.